Gilmore gets the steal though. Out and running. He's gonna look to take off. Oh! Devin Gilmore! Team Hotel Montanote from Glanmar. And they're starting five. Onya McKenna, Neve Dwyer, Gronya Dwyer, Marie Breen, and Tamitza Bacic. That's been put home by Emmett Donnelly, and that's his first field goal of this final. 26 points for Rachel Van der Waal. It's been a long time since anyone has said this. Neptune have won the cup. And then final to Lee Tigers. First Celeste. I'm here with Adele Thornton, the first player in Irish basketball history to win MVP, under 18 and the under 20. Detect denied and victory for UCC Demons. It's Garvey's Tralee Warriors have come out winners. 45 points in made C point shots from CJ Fulton. The Huskies have retained their title. They are cup winners for a fifth time. Second, Corsair Ashley Good second, Ockham score on. Rockall, Grimm, for that Rockall. Oh, the that Corsair. Corsair Hart. Corsair Grootsit, a DCU. Hello and welcome to our Men's National Cup quarterfinal preview. On this episode we have our panel discussion with Jack Scully of Portleash Panthers, Aaron Bracken and Mark Mulholland. But first we check in with DeAndre Jackson of Belfast Star straight after their cup win over Aina in the first round a couple of weeks ago. Um, I feel amazing. This is my first time actually winning in, in this building. So it um, feels good. First round of cup, you know, surviving event. So I feel great. You're only a late pickup. You only uh, came into this star, game, star team a bit late. Yeah, um, it, I was a late pickup, but um, the chemistry here is great. Um, I knew the guys coming in. Obviously, I played in um, the Super League last year, so I already knew the coach. I already knew some of the guys, and honestly, it's just been a perfect fit. Um, we're 5-0, and well, 6-0 and now, and, I mean, we have a lot more improvement to do, but right now we're pretty happy. You look like you're really enjoying yourself out in the course. What's the difference uh, compared to the last two years? Is it just that chemistry? Uh, up here? Yes, the chemistry, and I actually like enjoy playing with these guys, and these guys enjoy playing with me. So um, it's fun, especially when you're winning too. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You come in, play with a lot of confidence. Uh, so I think that's been a big difference, though, just the chemistry. What's the biggest difference this year with two Americans in the league? Um, I think it's more um, athletic for sure. Um, I feel like every team pretty much has a chance, like. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird uh, situation. I actually been in this league for three years now, going to my third year. Um, so the changes have definitely, you can definitely see the changes, but I mean, I, I just think it's more competitive. What's the basketball culture like in Belfast compared to the likes of uh, Trilly and Galway that you've been in before? Honestly, there's really not much of a difference. I think it's just the coaching staff and the players. I think that's the biggest difference, you know, like the environment and everything. It's pretty much the same. You know, you got practice on the same days. You're going in, you're playing games, you're traveling. I think this just the players and the coaching staff really makes it easy here um, and you just adjust well and everybody loves playing with each other. What would it take to keep winning at the national uh, during the National Cup and in particular maybe uh, getting a Super League title this year? What do you think it would take uh, to continue over the next few months? I think it would just, we just need to continue to um, believe in ourselves, play with confidence and play how we're doing now. Um, obviously, we have a target on our back now. We're 6-0, so teams are going to come for us. We're going to get every team's best game. So we just need to stay together and uh, keep working hard in practice, keep listening to coach. And if we do that, then sky's the limit.
Okay, hello everyone and welcome to our men's quarterfinal National Cup preview. Delighted to be joined by uh, Aaron Bracken, Mark Mulholland and Jack Scully. Guys, thanks so many for joining me on Monday. I'm going to specifically say Monday the 27th because the women's panel, everything changed after I published it. Um, guys, thanks so many for joining me. Um, yeah, good to be here, Orla. Yeah, thanks for having us, Orla. We're going to discuss all the games and make our predictions, but I think we're going to start off with talking about the leagues overall. We're going to focus on the men's um Pat Duffy and President's Cup um today. Jack, I'll go to you first. Um October count of the month, you're six and one. Talk about Portlaoise basketball. What's gone so well for you this year? Uh, really good teams. A, a really good team. I'm not uh, not taking credit for that. No, I've been blessed there. We got really lucky with the pros we got and, and um I suppose we entered into the league five years ago with a really young team and we kind of knew we were going to lose them for a period to Nash to uh to college. And that's kind of gone full circle. So we've the likes of Liam Kinsler and Ryan O'Connell back this year, who are, are are really good quality National League players, like you know, and they've come back now and they've added real depth to our squad, like you know, and obviously I'm mean, the likes of Killian coming up who who's hoping to make the Irish under eighteen team this year, no, but um the really pleasing thing about it is we've a panel of fifteen and and apart from the two Americans and young Colin Bulger, all twelve came to our underage system, like you know, so that's really pleasing. It's it's really good to see what we've been trying to do for the last couple of years going full circle. And um, yeah, the six and one thing doesn't sit well with us. We're not used to it. We're really, really not used to it. Um, we have never been anywhere near a contention. We've never made playoffs. You know, that's where we're at. Like, you know, we've never made the playoffs in the men's side. Um, so like, we went five and oh, and then we went two, we lost two in a row in the cup. And then to Tolka last week, two games, we were up by 20 points in and we threw both of them away because we just weren't used to being in positions like that. Like, you know, but, um, we got back on track Saturday night against the Eagles, who, which was good to see. But um, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'll enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. What's the culture like in Port Leash between the women going to Super League and yourselves doing so well? Is What's the basketball shift been like over the last couple of years? You're saying there, this was kind of maybe a plan um, to get the, mm. the underage guys through. What's that? What's it like overall in, in Port Leash at the moment? It's phenomenal. Basketball is everywhere in Port Leash at the moment. And it's such a change from when, when I started in the club. 25 years ago and showing my age now when I was 10 years old it's like 24, 25 years ago we had four boys teams under 12, under 14 or 16 or 18 we had no girls club the only good basketball we had in the town was the school Pat Critchley had the schools going and uh, in 2006 we, we put the two together and for a club that's whatever 18 years old seven, 17 years old we're delighted with the progress we've made like you know um, it's fantastic to see I always use this as a barometer like you know when I started playing We'd have a couple of good players, but eventually they'd give it up to go play football or soccer or rugby, like you know. Whereas now they're giving up other sports to stay in basketball, like you know. I think that's a real, it's a real measure of what we're doing in the club. And obviously we're successful at A team and National League level, Super League level, like. But we, we've three or four teams in every age group. We've an inclusive team. We've a mothers and others team. We've a couple of senior teams in local leagues. Like we've forty-four teams, I think, this year registered through all competitions. We've nearly six hundred members, um. So it's great, um. At the start, you don't really know what to do, but uh, keep showing up and keep providing basketball, like you know. And it's paying off at the moment, like you know. And it's great to see. It's great to see the town is every going town now. Is everyone's when they see me, they're talking about basketball, like you know. And and it is, you no, know, it's great. It's really good. Too. Mark, I'll ask you a similar question with Belfast Star and Ulster both in Super League with the men's, and obviously Ulster in the women's Super League. What's that like up north now? What's the culture like, and what's the buzz around basketball? 
But it's great. It's it's listen. It's fantastic for the sport to get you know two men's teams, especially into the into the Super League. Um, you know that's been a massive achievement. I know there's been a lot of strategical work put into UU in the development process over the years, even with bringing in the likes of the Victory Scholars. But I suppose if you actually look in the in this year, there's there, I suppose there's there's been less of a, a a focus on the the Americans coming in and more of a focus on actually the development of the young players, which has been really good to see. Um. I think the other side of it is from from our perspective in the north here it's looking at the development within basketball northern ireland as the as the whole and that's been a really change of shift in the past strategically in the past two to three years especially coming out of covid that's been a big thing for us so getting out like the likes of a, a schools program on the ground and making sure that the, the outreach work actually that's happening within all the communities in northern ireland is actually connected towards the, I suppose the, the the peak of that pyramid, which is the Super League teams, both for 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 men and women. Um, but look, it's really really exciting to be able to have those kind of home derbies again and things like that. Um, and I think like you know, once the likes of you start to find their feet and get used to the the Super League, just that step up. Also remembering with with you, there's a lot of changes that are happening there from a player's perspective as well. Whereas Belfast Star, yes, they have brought in great players, but there's a level of consistency there from some of the players, the likes of the Quinn Twins and Liam Pedigree and people like that who have all been involved in the club. But you can certainly feel a fantastic energy about basketball in the North in general as a result. You know, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of interest. You know, no, no matter where you go, people are talking about it, which is great. Um, and I think that's a testament to all of the clubs um, that actually feed into the two Super League pieces in general. So that's really important that collectively as a, as a board, um, you know, we can see the areas where there's a lot of pathways for players. Um, and also, I think it's really, really important for younger players to see players within their local community, local players, local heroes, uh, their own narratives kind of driving that forward um because I think that's that's really important it's great to have Americans that can come in and 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 obviously the the other elements of the the team whenever you build them together but what's really important is to see that that connection for the community and when you have that something special happens and you can probably see that specifically in Belfast star and the work that they've been doing in the past you know I think I think that's now an eight game unbeaten streak as well but you know, we'll, we'll see how that pans out as the weeks progress. Erin, mm. I'll go to you next. The big change this year is obviously allowing two Americans on the floor at the same time, something that's been called for, for it's been out of the league for a long time and was on everyone's lips for, for a long time to bring it back. What's been the difference this year with that rule coming in and you're seeing these pros come in? DeAndre Jackson, great example, scored 40, uh, 39. Lorca Murphy had 44 yesterday, obviously he's an Irish player, but what has that done for the league overall to have that new rule? Um, well, I think not to be kind of uh, referencing Summer Connor Meany's points over the last couple of weeks when he kind of talks about that in his Irish Examiner uh, piece. But, you know, certain teams, I feel like it'll benefit more than others. You know, like, OK, you mentioned Belfast Star, both Americans like performing really well and really consistent. I think both under Asian Fulton, I think he's one of the best coaches in the country. You know, so I think like anyone that goes in there he's done pretty well over the last few years even having Briggs and he's had history of like good Americans um, even having Richardson there as like a second or you know kind of like a secondary player off of them too like I think it's about getting the right fit you know you look at Aina constantly have a lot of professionals you know but can't seem to 
get over the line when it comes to getting into like playoff kind of touch and you know getting into finals cup or league or anything like that and they haven't they've been unlucky and they haven't been able to like win but like they've had five six professionals over the past couple of years so I think it's about that and that balance right like I like personally for me like I still think Irish players are are what makes the league like of course the Americans bring that next level of class I think you know when you get the right ones they fit into your team they make practices more intense like you know, like they're going out and you, you can rely on them a little bit. But I definitely think you, you mentioned Lorca Murphy, like going off for 44. And, you know, you've all these different players like Adrian O'Sullivan has been playing really, really well for Balancholic. Like, you know, like you still have Irish players that are the talk of leagues at stages as well. So um, there's no doubt that the league has improved or the standard has improved. But at the same time, you know, I still think that you don't want to be taken away from the Irish players. You know, like the Quins are having probably the best season they've had so far, like together. Touch would they both stay healthy, you know, because that has been an issue obviously over the last few years. So I, I still do think it's on the Irish players really, like to, you know, be the ones to kind of get it over the line, like for their club and community. Not to give Connor too many mentions, but as you said there, his previous point, I think last year on their podcast series was Irish players are the difference maker in the cup. Mark, is that going to be the same team um, this Saturday and Sunday? So I think so to be fair and it's you know Aaron, Aaron hits the nail on the head there quite a lot you know and, and for, for me like whenever you see the likes of um, you know just at the weekend there I was at the game where um, uh, you know Jordan Blunt you know absolute character in the sport in regards to trying to you know carry in and push the team forward on the court now maybe he wasn't hitting the shots that he wanted to you know and, and would have made the difference but he was making the plays with his teammates and he was really carrying that energy through and you know, you can see that with the likes of historically going over the years with, um, you know, Kieran Donaghy, people like that, you know, that kind of large presence on the court. I'm really excited, to be honest with you. And as you, as you mentioned there, Aaron, is 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 actually Ian Quinn, you know, is starting to really find his stride within the team and get used to that, you know, playing with his brother. He's always been used to playing with him, but I mean, it's just, he's, he's just been unlucky and, you know, fingers crossed everything goes well for him. But you can see, some of the points that he's making, even though it, it may be like, you know, you'll see like eight to 10 points, but some of the shots that he's making are actually massive shots. You know, they're big, they're big pieces in, in, in the game and big, big moments of the game, as we would talk about. And I think for me, whenever you see those local Irish players really stepping in, you know, it's 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 exciting. When I go through the list of, player, of, of the teams that are playing, obviously, in the Cup here, it's actually the Irish players that really lift that energy whenever it comes to the Patovi National Cup. It's those players that they really know how much it means to them and it's them that kind of invest so much in it and that's why i think when it comes to the cup there's just that you know that extra lift for the for the the, the local the local boys playing or the local girls playing for their team so to speak mm, absolutely i'm going to move on just come to the time and um, we're going to start off with uh, predicting and previewing the pat Duffy national cup quarterfinals i'll go to game one on my list um garvey's Trinity warriors versus bright st vincent's Aaron, i met you down in the iwa we were watching uh, Bright St. Vincent's versus versus Clester. What are your thoughts on, on Vincent so far this year? I know you've coached Kevin previously. He just seems to have really clicked this year and has the ball in his hands and has just lit the place up. I think he had like 28 the other week. Yeah, look, I'm a big Kevin fan. I think he's excellent. I think it's it's great that he's getting an opportunity to play um, in the Super League. I think it's tough because obviously Vincent's are going through some growing pains. You know, this is Michael Bonaparte's first year as a head coach. You know, they've kind of been up and down over the past couple of seasons anyway. You know, I think they were probably in contention for relegation one of the years that there was no relegation. You know, I just think that they've, they've kind of struggled a little bit. Um, 
they've chopped and changed Americans over the past couple of weeks as well, like unlucky with injuries or people coming in and out. So I just feel like maybe they haven't completely found their feet yet. I think it's a really, really tough ask for them to go down to Tralee um, to play in Tralee in this you know, this stage, my prediction would be truly, um, even though I hope Kev has a great game. Um, but I just think actually it'll be too strong. I just think that they're too experienced, you know. But I think like I do hope that they kind of pick it up a little bit. I know Bonaparte has had an unbelievable career as a player. I think obviously he's still trying to figure stuff out, like, you know, in terms of coaching. So I just think that it's quite early um to tell like how they're maybe going to be coming near the end of the season, especially because they've chopped and changed professionals over the last few years. But um I def or last few weeks, sorry, but I definitely think that um really are probably going to be too strong mm-hmm. Jack what are your thoughts on that game yeah I think truly I think uh, St Vincent have definitely, definitely shown better in the last two weeks than they had the first couple of weeks but I do think that um, truly are too experienced and I think when you talk about Irish players and talk about like Kieran Donnie and stuff they, they, they know the importance of it and to just bring a different energy to the cup like you know so yeah I think truly all day long in that one unfortunately yeah. Mark I'll go to you yeah, I think that's. I'm going to make it three out of three there for the the Warriors. Like, um, I think they're just going to be, you know, that wee bit too much stronger and with the with the experience that's there. And listen, it would be very hard for me to go against my my captain uh, and Karen Donaghy when we're on the Irish team together. So I think it's really important that I like stick by my guns there on that one. But, um, big big fan of what the Warriors have been doing over the years, and I think they're a really good example of how you can use the cup as a way of driving, you know, a strategy forward for for building on on winning. And they've done quite well, um, you know, in the President's National Cup and progressing and all of those elements. So it'll be interesting, but a win for the Warriors for me on that one. I'm going to throw a vote in as well this year. I'm going to go 4-0 here for the Warriors on that game. And we're going to move on to Ulster University versus Irish Guide Dogs, Ballincollig at MTU. Uh, Mark, I'll stick with you now. Um, Ulster University are at home. Uh, Bancolic have like a five and a half hour trip up for this game. Uh, what can we expect from the quarterfinal? Uh, listen, I, for me, it's it's you all the way. I'm a, an alumni of you in general, but uh, regardless of that, um, there, you know what Ryan's been doing and working on there. I think they're a prime example of taking a similar strategy and and approaching the, the the cup. And I know they're finding their feet, but uh, you know, no matter what anyone says, that long drive up can can have an effect on you and have an impact on you. Um, there's a there's a secret sauce in there that a lot of people don't really talk about in regards to UU, and it's Kira O'Neill. For me, you know, as an assistant coach working uh, with Ryan, she's just she's just fantastic, and the work that she's been doing, and I know the hours and the investment and the young players that they put in is great. So I think I think we're going to see quite a good week cup run there from from UU. Okay, Jack, what do you think? I'm going to disagree with Mark unfortunately. I'm going to go Ballin Colleague. I do think the drive. The distance is an issue, but I think Ballincollig with the Sullivans, they recruit well, good culture. Um, I think they will have Kieran's very astute. Like you know, I think they would would have kind of highlighted this game as a winnable game. And um, while you you are good, I think Ballincollig will be happy with the draw, and I think they'll they'll be confident. And I go Ballincollig in this one. Yeah, Aaron, you already mentioned Adrian Sullivan. Uh, are you Ballincollig as well? Uh, I, it's not a straightforward I don't find it straightforward because I do think like Ballincollig have gotten a couple of close wins over the past couple of weeks against teams that they probably should be beaten by more than like they are beating them by Joe like I think you know they've struggled in and they've managed to win like they know how to win they, they do know how to win games Um, I definitely think they missed Dylan Corkery um, I think like he's a big piece that they're missing this season Um, and I, you know I think like that they have 
like I think Adrian's performing really really well I really rate Kieran as a coach um, and then on the flip side I think with you, you like Mark said they're finding their feet um, the fact that they are at home I think like if they have players healthy like I think Jalen Hodge is amazing like I've, I've seen him play a couple of times now and I think like he can really go off like you know like so I don't think it's that straightforward Um. I mean, having gone to UU myself as well, um, you know, I also am an alumni of UU for my master's, but I don't know, like, I, I think Ballon College know how to win, you know, like, I think they have that kind of a bit more experience at this level. I know UU were very strong last year in National League, but I think at this level, Ballon College just probably, I think they kind of tip it for me, but I don't think it's as straightforward as like, oh, I think Ballon College are going to blow them out or anything like that, but I am going to go with Ballon College. Ulster have a very different team to what they had last year. Um, Jack, you would have came up against Conor Liston when he was at Talca. He seems to have settled well up there. Yeah, he's um, he's performing much better this year than he did last year. Like, you know, um, I don't think he was played in the right position last year. I don't think he's played enough last year. I think the situation in Talca last year was difficult. Um, I think people were trying to find their feet there, but he definitely seems to have settled in really well up in up, up in Ulster, a couple of thirty point games or like, you know, which he didn't do at all last year, like, you know. So um that was a great get that I don't think people would have noticed too much when it happened. But I think it was definitely one that they got and it's definitely paying off now. Yeah, and look, I definitely like think Ryan is is an amazing coach as well. Like I think he's done a great job up there. Like I coached against him when I was with Lions a couple of seasons ago and even like I would chat to him over the last couple of years and I just think I think he's great. Like I think the stuff that he's done with them and I think he had them even for like, you know, you look at teams on paper like I think he has sometimes they overachieve like you know like for what they have sometimes you know when they could meet up against somebody that on paper should possibly beat them I think he's great and um, I don't know Kira like personally but I, I've heard good things about her and I know lots of people talk about her but so I think the coach is like I do think Ryan is great and um, I just feel like in this matchup it would be difficult like I think Ballon and Colin kind of know how to win at that level but you just never know that's the beauty of the cup. Yeah, that I was on the fence with this one when I was looking through the predictions and I'm going to go with Ballon Colic, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I do think what Ryan has done and the experience they have from last year, well, it's a different team, we'll stand at them. Um, but I am going to tip Ballon Colic just with the O'Sullivans. I think they're going to, I think Adrian's going to go off again because it's cup. Um, now, I could be completely wrong and could go the other way, but I'm just going to tip it to, to Ballon Colic. So I think it's 3-1 on that one. Aaron was nearly on the fence there, uh, tipping you tiffin and Ballon Colic. <laughs> That's that's listen. That's just the way it goes. Sometimes you you know you need that, but like I think I think it's going to be like that'll be one of the one of the ones to watch. Like because uh, you know I think you were you know they 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 kind of grew in that cup scenario last year. You know when I think like the some of the players that are there that, that have grown really well. You know like Adam Rand's one of those players. You know I think he's the vice captain on the team. And there's like don't get me wrong. There's you know there, there's a lot of players that are within that group that are still learning their their craft so to speak you know Jalen Hodge but I, I, he has that ability and he likes those baskets at UU I don't know why or how <laughs> they're, they're they're tough baskets to get to get the ball into but um you know he, he's been working really well but I, I I'm very hopeful that there'll be a bit of a, a sneak attack come from the weekend the next game is energy wise Ireland Neptune versus Pyrebell Leicester um Neptune have had massive changes over the last few weeks, changing coach, um, changing personnel as well. Um, what's again against a Cluster team that I remember the night we saw them, uh, Aaron? They had just added their second American. They're probably the most one of the most stacked teams in the league, and I think probably have flown under the radar a little bit with the stuff that's been going on around the league with new players. What can we expect from that game? Will it be close? Again, you've got that travel factor in, probably two and a half hour, three hour drive to Cork. Um, what can we expect from Neptune versus Colester? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I think obviously the changes in Neptune, uh, changing coach, like they've had one game, is it, under Paul? Um, I heard today that Sean Brook was gone. Now, I don't know how true that is. So they're going to have a new American completely for the cup. I didn't get a name. I just, my inside source told me that Sean Briggs was gone. So and he played at the weekend. So I'm not really sure like what's going on there and um, if that's factual. But um, with Colester, I know I was actually at their game at the weekend as well against UU. Um, and Greg went down with a bit of an injury. He did his ankle after at some stage in the first quarter and he didn't feature again. So I'm not sure what the story is with him. Um, I reckon Paul Dick will play. Um, so, you know, I think it's they've just been so unlucky with injuries over the past. Like when I was with them last year, like it's just injuries. I think Kieran Rowe was excellent at the weekend. I think like having him back healthy, I think if he performs and is there, like he's just that person that just kind of runs the show. Um, you know, Kaysen had a great game at the weekend, but he's been quite inconsistent. You know, like the week before against Lego, he didn't perform at all. Like he didn't travel well at all. So it's very hit or miss. I'm going to go Cluster. Um, I think Johnny Grinnell is very intelligent. I think himself and Brian there will have their homework done. I think they're very defensive, like minded. I think like obviously Neptune like to score the ball a lot. Um I think Cholester play tough on the defensive end. Um so I don't know if they're off the back of a big win. I just think they have a little bit of momentum now, hoping that Greg is able to play and that they might be at full strength. But um yeah, it's just injuries is just one of the things that just kill them the most. Like I think even last year, like they could have beaten anybody in the league at full strength, but it was just, you know, the way it goes at the stages. Bit unlucky. Yeah, I actually didn't know that there. So, Erin, you're like dropping woes bombs here in the middle of the episode. No, I mean, it might not be true, but I don't know. I, I'm not going to say who said it to me, but like that's what I heard today anyway. Uh, Jack, any thoughts on that game? I'm going to go Neptune. I think Paul took over two weeks ago and I, I, I'd be fairly sure that Paul would have highlighted this game as the one. I think the, the, the two league games would have been games for him to kind of try and implement what he wants to do with the lads. And I think this, this was a game he would have picked out. Like, you know, I think him and a club like Neptune have such importance on the cup. And I think they know the importance of the cup. And I think they know if they can get a cup run, get to a cup final, it would kind of mask anything else that that's going on in the season. Like, you know, um, Paul Keller is one of them coaches that anytime I talk to him, he just reminds me of how little I know about the game. Like, you know, his level of detail and the level... Of study and um, he puts into scouting teams and stuff like that. Like you know, so I, I think he'll have something up to his sleeve. Um, yeah, I got I I I got Neptune. Mark, you've just seen them there um, versus Belfast. Obviously, they lost that game. But what are your thoughts on that team? Listen, I I agree I agree with Jack like in many ways, but Aaron just dropped like a bit of a bomb there. So like that kind of um like Briggsy is like. Was I suppose look, he was a key kind of player in that game there um on on Saturday um but the the energy you know they travel light uh, I think they had like an eight, an eight, eight man team the energy that they had you know I agree totally with Jack like in regards to my experiences with Paul over the years um fantastic wealth of knowledge and how how he be setting things up and you know like we have to look at like history in in general like i think this is the 75th year anniversary as well for for neptune and the amount of um you know energy that they'll be putting into trying to try and actually get a bit of success out of this season you know and that's the that's the cup the cup in in, in general you know in a, in a nutshell but like for me um watching them play the way they were playing the way they actually the, the big thing for me was they went down by i think it was around 18 18 17 18 points and that was the way they kind of brought it back and mentally they brought it back even with uh jordan got into a bit of foul trouble at the start of the fourth 
and he was able to kind of you know stay in you know there was a there was a there was a connection there between him and and, and Paul in regards to trusting you know trusting the players down the stretch and actually working through uh working through the offenses and working through the defenses so it was great to see and like for me I'd love to see them do really well. I just, I also like have this thing about Clester, Paul, and Kian Rowe. Like, I just think that if they get it going, it could be like for me. That's one I'm really interested in watching this weekend. Like, in uh, and uh, getting it on the Basketball Ireland TV piece and 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 just sitting and, and going through all of them. Um, but that's the that's the that's the big one. Um, in my mind, uh, that I'm interested. The other ones, I feel a wee bit more like there could be a surprise, but. Uh, excited for that one but I'm going to have to go in that tune definitely okay I had an idea coming into this what I who I was going to vote for and Aaron dropped a bomb and has now made me change my mind twice since you were talking I'm going to edge it I'm going to edge it to Clester even with the injury I think changing the American could that disrupt something again I think Jordan might have a big game he's clicked in the last few weeks because it's cup and as you say 75 years but if Paul is back and if Greg plays I'm going to edge it um, Clester's way but Again, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That could be that could be a good one. Um, on the Sunday then, we've used to see Demons versus Belfast Star. Uh, Demons, obviously, without, as far as I'm aware, will be without Seven Woods. They've signed uh, Daquan Davis, who played with UL Eagles. He had 30 points in his first game last Friday. Um, they lost that game. And I know we said we weren't, wouldn't mention it, but Conor Meany was saying how Seventh is such an integral part of that team. Jack, what were you? What are your thoughts on Seven so far in the league and what Demons can do this weekend? Yeah, so I watched Demons and Trilly last Friday night and um scrappy game, messy game, no real flow to it. Um the Quan Davis came in from after being released by Eagles and dropped 30 like you know, which poor old Eagles would have been like what? But um I think Belfast are winning this game all day long. I think they're too structured, Adrian has them running too well, and I think um while Demons have the X factor in terms of some other players, I just think the process that where they where they are in their game, I suppose, at the moment, just won't be enough to come here Belfast. I think Belfast it might be tight for the first quarter, two quarters, but I think it's an easy Belfast win when it comes down to the fourth quarter. Yeah, Mark, what are your thoughts? Uh, let, definitely, like it's a, for me, it's a no-brainer in regards to Belfast star. The the, the I have, obviously I have to as well being a Belfast boy, but. For me, um, just at the minute, they, they look, they don't look untouchable. Like they, they looked at you know, if a, if a, if a team gets everything going together in the in the right way, they can be stopped. But definitely against uh, against demons at the minute and the, and the things that have been going on there, I would I would like to see probably like Max Richardson has really stepped into a nice role there, and he's 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 off the ball, off of Tamrick. Tamrick Fields is just really just very difficult to stop, and teams are putting so much attention on him. And to try to stop them, then it's really about everybody else getting the, getting the rotation and, and executing whenever they can. They do have a couple of experienced players, right? You know that are that are still kind of you know on the fence on the fence a wee bit. But I am liking the looks of uh, the new guy, uh, Frankie uh, Lalea, L- L- I think his name is. Um, Frankie's kind of coming into his own, just getting used to the team, but it's been like a real positive kind of force you can see on the bench. And there's a real good camaraderie there that you can see is really coming together. And obviously you get that whenever the wins are there, but especially whenever they're getting challenged, you can see at home, especially they really all come together and, and they work really well. So um, Fulte, Jared Ryan, and and of course, they've got a, another assistant in there with Rafi, um, who, who's doing a great job also. Like, so, 
Um, yeah, I think that's going to be you know a, a good game as a as a basketball fan to see like how they keep going. But I suppose if your demons going into that game, you're going look, you know, we've a, we've a chance to break this, um, break this uh, on unbeaten streak that they have, and also you know progress it in in the in the cup like you know as well. So it's it's a really good one for them to to kind of push on. But I just think I just think Belfast star even with the traveling down, um, they'll be they'll be too strong for them and. Um, here's hoping it's a it's a it's a good game and, and they get back up the road safely. Aaron, are you gonna make that three now? Yeah, I am gonna make that three now. I wasn't gonna try and justify going with demons just to throw a bit of spanner in the works, but no, I just think Star are rolling at the moment. I think, you know, we mentioned Adrian Fulton and the coaching staff. I just think they're I think I just feel like everything's going well for them at the moment that it's like and it's deserving as well. Like, you know, like I just think, you know, they're a nice club. They're good people. You know, they've kind of been hard done by, I feel like I think they've hit by, they were hit by the injury bug over the past couple of years, like the Quins and it's just been tough for them. Like, so I just think like with different things going on in Demons as well. And, you know, if, if Stephens was, is not playing and then Carl Hosford had been struggling with an injury and was kind of in and out as well. Ala has struggled to find complete form. Like, you know, I think he had a couple of big games when they changed American initially when your man's out twice and went to Temple Oak. I think Tala looked a bit more comfortable then because they, they were very quite they were quite similar, but Tala only had six at the weekend. You know, like I just think that like they probably are a little bit inconsistent. Um I just think Star are well coached. I just think that they're, you know, well drilled at this level. I just think they're gonna have too much. I think both Americans have been consistently performing, which allows the Irish players and with like Richardson just kind of slot into that like kind of role player, but they're each well capable of you know playing a big role like in that so I just think that they have too much um kind of talent for them so look I know I'm yeah. happening cup and I just think like of course like you always have like if somebody picks up a knock during the week or if there's foul trouble or this and that but like in terms of overall I just think star should should be an awful lot better than demons sorry I was going to say that I didn't even mention like DeAndre Jackson like you know whenever when things are going wrong you know like not them saying they go wrong but when when maybe there's the foul trouble you, there's always somebody who's stepping in you know to to kind of keep lifting it and bringing it forward so to speak and i think like the other thing that i, that I forgot to mention i suppose is it stars six there's their 60 years uh you know in in and in, in, as a club and as a unit and there's a lot of you know behind the backroom staff there's a lot of work and there's a lot of energy going in behind that to really kind of push this this forward so i would see they'd be you know that they, they, they've they've been unlucky in the cup as well massively you know like over the years and i think this is this is like for them they've they've built a team they've built a unit that um that is capable of of making a really good run to in in this cup and actually um also with the super league but for me um, I just wanted to kind of make sure that I mentioned him because you know he, he, he's 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 doing amazing, like you know as well. And there was an American, obviously, that was in with him. He was fantastic. Unfortunately, he got injured, and very quickly DeAndre's came in and, and really slotted in well into that system that Adrian's working at the minute. So uh, I think that'll be really exciting, you know, to see see the output of that. But as well as I suppose Connor Rand, I mentioned Adam Rand. Connor Rand on the other side of that. Um, a local boy went away to Spain and has kind of found his feet coming back in. And I can see game by game, he's progressing really well within within the team as well. So there there could be that real real push there from him also. I'm going to round that off uh, and go 4-0 to uh, start there. Just the unbeaten run they've gone on. I think they'll continue it. Uh, we're going to move on to the President's National Cup. Jack, I'll go to you first. Uh, the first game I have written down here is SETU Carlo versus Limerick Sport Eagles. Uh, what can we expect from that game? Uh, 
I, I really struggled to pick a winner in this one. Obviously, we just played you with Eagles Saturday night gone, bet them after overtime. They are a perfect example of pros versus Irish players' argument. Like, you know, they're stacked with pros, like did four pros, and then Jason Clean against us the other night. And um, when they go off, they'll be any team in the country, but when they don't, they're there for the taking. And um, I think on the other side of Carlo, who are who are six or seven in the league now, they've had a really nice start in terms of teams they've actually played. But um, they're putting up some massive scores. They have five or six players that, if they're on, you've Puff, Jack Kyo, Kevin Dunhu, um, the, the Spanish lad, and Michael Wallace, the American, is a nice player too. If they're let shoot the ball, um, and they go, they'll be very hard beat. And uh, Kojak is really Kojak's former coach, mine and coach, and uh, he's really good at getting a team kind of motivated to win a big game, like, you know, underdog kind of, no one gives you a chance out of stuff. He's really good at getting the best out players in that sort of situation. But um, I'm going to go Carlo, just because if I go Limerick, I'll have to turn off my phone for a month. Kojak will be on to me. So I'll I, I go Carlo. I think Carlo, yeah. Uh, Mark, I'll go to you. Uh, listen, I think this is a, this is an exciting one as well, the, the C and, and for all the... the the same points that Jack has just made there. You know, there's definitely, there's definitely, it's a, it's going to be a well balanced, uh, you know, game hopefully. And um, but I would probably be beyond Jack's side in the sense of alone saying that Jason, Jason will message me as well if if I go against him. But for me, uh, for me, probably, you know, Carlo will definitely, uh, you know, just pip it. But it could be a coin toss, Jason, if you're. If you're listening, I'm sure I get a text at some point. Um, but I'd, I'd say there's definitely there's definitely a really a good bit of entertainment here to watch this game. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna make it three and and go Carlo as well. Um, I think I've seen Limerick a couple of times last year. Um, I know the pros are different, and you know Jack talked about having kind of like the four pros and Jason. I just think like in terms of depth, Carlo probably have a little bit more. Um, I think just the experience as well, like even having somebody like Puff in there, especially as a point guard and just like being able to kind of run the show there and like knowing what it takes to win as well and being able to get people involved and their American is playing particularly well. Um, I'm a big fan of Jack Yo, like I think he's, I think he's great. He probably hasn't been extremely consistent every single game so far this year. He's still young. Um, but still, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Carlo. I think they probably have a bit more depth on their side and um, yeah. I think yeah, I'm gonna go Carlo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Carlo as well. I didn't expect to go four and zero on this one, but um, yeah, I just think I think we could probably see the winner of this game of the cup. I could be wrong, um, but I think they're two really good teams. But as you say, the likes of Puff there, um, Zabi coming in from Neptune last year, um, I just think, I just think they're they've been more consistent maybe, and I think they'll they'll beat them this weekend. Um, I'm gonna move on to Moy Talca Rovers versus Limerick Celtics. Um, Talca Rovers got a lovely win actually. Uh, on Saturday night, uh, the last second, like buzzer beater, um, versus I think it was, uh, was it Waterford? Um, Waterford, yeah. Waterford, yeah. That that must have been a killer for them. What can we expect from this, um, this clash between Talker Rovers and Limerick Celtics? And I'm going to note as well, it's actually going to be a double header in uh, Greendale Arena between the men's and women's Talker Rovers team. So obviously they're going to have a massive home support, um, on that game. Yeah. Uh... Tough game, I think. Again, it's it's a time cost, but I think just simply fact home advantage. I'm going to go Talca. We played there two weeks ago, and we were 16 points up, and the crowd got into it, and the Americans got rolling, and we're very hard stop. It's a hard place to go when they're rolling. Um, I think in terms of squad depth and squad kind of matching up, I think both teams are kind of shallow enough. As in, did they only go six or seven deep? Both teams. So I think 
whichever Americans kind of have to get the biggest game, I think will um will will win. But uh, I'm gonna go Talca. I'm gonna go Talca. Yeah, not not by much, but I think Talca put it out. Yeah. Okay, Aaron. Yeah, sorry. Did you say the games were in Greendale in Cubs? Yeah, yeah. So that's not actually. Yeah, I think I have seen that as well because like that's not Talca's home gym either. So okay. I know what you're saying about like that gym is a tough place to go and play and win. But like Cubs, like it is, and I don't think Talca train. I don't think that team train in Greendale. So I don't know why. Maybe it's unavailable or something. But um, regardless, I'm also going to go Talca. Um, you know, I think yeah, Jack. I, I think you're right. Both teams don't really have a whole lot of depth. They do kind of only go like six or seven, but deep. But I'm actually going to say that. If Elijah Fapido and Danny have a big game, I actually think they could be the difference because I think like the Americans are going to get theirs, and then I know like Talca will have they have that shooter um the Bulgarian guy um Pavel I think like and he's been kind of like streaky as well like he's had some big games but um yeah I'm a big Elijah fan I coached him in college and he had a seventy point game last week in his college uh, college game and uh, I just think like he's just one of those like players that can just make a difference you know like he'll pick up some offensive boards like he'll get in the paint like he'll just do a little bit of everything and I just think like if he kind of finds his feet I think it's tough like they've obviously had a change in coach as well and you know we, we talked about the changes of players like leaving I know like Connor Liston would have been a big part of that I know like Matt Tracy was there last year they'd so many players kind of leave I feel like they're a different team than what they were last year they probably would consider themselves unlucky at stages last season you know like with whatever happened with the coach and you know they didn't really have a coach for the second half of the season or did someone step in and it was just a bit messy um, so I think there's obviously a lot of kind of change going on there, but I think uh, I think I'm going to take Falco with the win, and I think uh, Danny and Elijah, I think, as the two Irish boys to kind of get it over the line for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, I want to make it three, and I was think like that. I I I really like watching Elijah playing, and essentially, like you know, we even seeing the momentum of that last that last win, kind of taking them in to this you know with that you know that when you when you win like that uh, as a coach and as players you know you carry that as much as you can into that next game in, in general but listen not to say that Limerick Celtics aren't you know a good outfit but as you say you know with the double header and, and hopefully like the I suppose the, the local fans coming there to support even though it is in their home gym I'd say uh, for me uh, Rovers would definitely be you know getting that one so it's three and oh so far. Yeah, I'm going to make it four. Uh, I feel terrible. This happened last year with the men's and Mary and the first thing Charlie said to me after the game was, all you said, Aina. Uh, but I'm going to make it four again. I th- just chatting to Elijah and their experience from last year um, being there in the final. I know it's a bit different, but I think he's going to have a big game. Um, I think that'll just kind of be the difference maker again. Not their home gym, but they'll have a big crowd. Um, so I'm going to go with, with Talca as well. Um, I'm going to move on to Matter Private Malahide versus uh, Joe's Dublin Nines. Mark, I'll stay with you here. Um, Malahide, a bit of a different team this year. They've added Daniel Heaney from Talca, actually. Um, have you any thoughts ahead of that game? Yeah, I thought that's an interesting one for me. Listen, I, I was actually just going with Malahide for, f- from a perspective of, uh, you know, I haven't really seen too much of the Lions to be fair, and they could could really you know it could be a, a another interesting one. But from Malahide, definitely definitely kind of felt that just over the past couple of games that I have seen them in, they've got they've got a you know the right the right group, the right kind of consistency to keep us keep them moving forward in this in a, in a cup setting as well. But um, I suppose. It's 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 a wee bit unfair for me to kind of just because I haven't really seen too much of the Dublin lands this year. Um, but for me, it's probably Malahide. I'm sure that I'm sure the guys will give us a wee bit more. Uh, Jack definitely on on the air and on on kind of the balance of the two. Like Jack, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think it'll be close when people think, but I, I do think Malahide will win. Lions swapped out coaches last week. I think most average player coach now, from what I hear. I think Vinny's gone. Um, I think Dublin Lions are in a bit of a building phase to have that really good under 18 team, Harry Scully and the likes coming through. So trying to get them in and, and kind of gel it all up. They've won pro Brendan, who, who who's decent, like, you know, but I just think. I, I think my light have too much for them. Like you know, they have some really good Irish players who who under day can, can can punish teams from anywhere on the floor. Like you know, and I think um for a club like Malahide who are, who are new enough kind of into the national league side of things, it's a really good opportunity to get the national cup semi final. Like you know, and I think they will be putting all their eggs into this basket. So I, I'm going to go Malahide. It's at home as well, Jack. What are your? Have you played in Malahide before? It's it's tough both, enough. I've been there both, for both for. Best to go. Yeah, so like, yes, like last year we beat them by thirty at home, but we lost to them by thirty away. Do you know? So um, that that's the way they are. Like, you know, they they do the right on top of you, like um, and uh, music playing and all. It's it's no different. Saint Mary's Hall, they're the best halls in the country. I think the ones that the crowd, the crowds on top of the floor, like you know, if if it's your home gym, it's brilliant. If it's your away gym, you hate it. Like you know, so yeah, it's a tough place to go. Aaron, what do you think? No, I'm going to go with Lions. Like, I think, uh, <laughs> I, no, I, um, I think, like, as you know, I know it's, it was obviously they did, you're right, they had a change in coach. And I think Mo's going to coach, but I just think that the lads know how to perform in certain things. They're a bit mad, like, you know, like you could get anything from them, but I just think they haven't had a game in a couple of weeks now. You know, they've had the change. I think they'll respond. I don't know how sustainable it'll be, but I do think they'll respond. And I just think that they could catch somebody on the hop now this weekend. Like, you know, like, I, I still think, you know, even though, like, you know, you have, like, Tiernan Howe's been playing pretty well. You know, Keane Tiernan is solid enough. Like, he is defensively able to, you know, make an impact. I think their American's pretty good. I think Mo's going to play a little bit, but majority, I think he's going to coach. I was talking to him during the week. He's not really going to, you know, play himself, like, too much or whatever. He, you know, he's trying to obviously get that bounce. I do know it's a bit messy, but I still think, they can, I still think they're going to win. Like, I just think that they know how to win games like that. You know, games that they shouldn't win or that, you know, it's been a bit all over the shop. I just think that... Um, yeah, I'm going to go Lions. Right, okay. I've actually, I went to see them um, play UCD. Uh, I went to over to double overtime. Um, yeah. Aaron, do you think they'll they'll love that atmosphere in Malahide? Like, that's a tight gym, really loud. It'll be packed because it's cup, uh, but it's actually packed there every week, really. Will, they, will the lads kind of love that kind of chip in the shoulder, change in coach, big atmosphere? Will they rise to the occasion? Yeah, I think so. Like I said, I don't know how sustainable it will be. You know, like Muhammad hasn't coached in a while. Like it's, it's. I think it's a probably like a temporary, um, kind of fix. I, you know, but I do think they'll respond. Like I think they're they're good at getting that kind of short term response, uh, for a game and to get a win. Like I mean, they sh- they probably should not on paper have beaten UCD even at home in that double overtime. Muhammad coached that game because Vinny had COVID and you know the lads responded and won. Like, you know, like they went to draw like so they just they know how to do mad things like this, but then they'll go and lose to a team that they definitely should not lose to and it all could all fall apart. So it is very kind of up and down, but I, I'm still gonna go with them for this weekend. I I'm gonna go with Malahide. I just think uh home atmosphere. Da- uh Daniel Heaney, I think at twenty eight, um was it that Limerick game, I think. Um they've a nice young core of Irish players there. Um so they did lose Sean Fitzpatrick. I, me- I forgot to mention him, he's gone to the States, and uh, Christian McDonald is there, so I'm gonna go with Malahide for that one. Um I'm gonna move on to the U C D Marion, the final game of the weekend, U C D Marion versus Drada Wolves. Again, I was just saying to uh, yourselves earlier, um I got to go see U C D Marion the second half of the U C D Marion Drada Wolves game a few weeks ago and draw had a bet Marion. Um Aaron, I'll stick with you. Any thoughts, U C D Marion, Drada Wolves? I'm expecting a big game from Connor Meany. 
Yeah, he didn't even play at the weekend, I don't think, didn't he not in the league? So yeah. I don't really know. I don't know if he's picking and choosing what games he's talking out for this year. It's getting old, you know, he's not going to be able to keep it up. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think UCD probably have too much for Drogheda, like in terms of depth. I think like obviously, honestly, talk about like, you know, some of the better coaches in the country, like in basketball minds, I think. um. I, I definitely think UCD probably have enough to win. I think Drogheda are quite athletic. You know, I think they have the four or five pros there. I think they start four four pros maybe in Adam Mullally or something like that. Um, who's playing as well as a pro, like could play like in terms of an Irish player in the league. Um, but I think in terms of depth and experience, I think possibly UCD, you know, tip it there. Um, but again, it, if players are not healthy, like I think they've struggled a little bit with injuries as well, like over the past couple of months, like at the beginning of the season. So um, I'm going to go UCD. I think they probably have too much. Yeah, I suppose that this is a bit of coin toss for me as well, but definitely after you know knowing what Connor's like, if if he has been resting up, he'll be wanting to play in this in this game in, in general because I think that those are the those are the storylines that everybody wants to. And he'll need some to actually write about them. Is he allowed to write about himself? Is he in the Irish exam when he's talking about himself in these situations? Um, but no, listen, as you've seen now recently uh, with with Drogheda, they definitely have the ability to to take them on and, and, and really do well against them. But I just think that when it comes to these uh, these kind of matchups, um, the, that wee bit of depth and experience uh, can see over the line. So for me, it's definitely going to be UCD Marion. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, UCD beat us in the first round. It's about three up there. Very tough place to go. I think Yanis is a huge X factor in this. Um, I think you know, Yanis coach and Conor Meany playing like you know they're known in the country. Really, that'll be able to kind of talk to Toby and Sasha about how important the cup game is. Like you know, for a club like UCD to come down last year was tough. So the only aim for them is promotion and and, and winning the cup. Like you know, like there's, there's not really a middle ground for them. Like you know, their season will be will be gauged on what they win. Like you know, and. Um, Draw to have definitely have a few X Factor players. Adam Alali is absolute dynamite if you leave him open. Um between two point, three point range, he's dynamite. Two Darren Towns is solid enough. So the other pro is good, but I just think UCD and UCD, Giannis will have something planned. He'll have scouted them really well and um learned they would have learned loads from the loss in the league a few weeks ago. So um I'm gonna go UCD, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to round it off for now, UCD. Uh, that is it for the men's quarterfinal preview. Guys, thanks many for your time. I'm looking forward to all the upsets and all the angry messages we get from people after these predictions. Um, but guys, thanks many for your time. Best of luck to all the teams this weekend. And that is it.